We're here starting your day right with Marketing Espresso, your marketing caffeine hit of the day. So today we're going to cover off something that's kind of fun for me because I started, so let me give you a little bit more of a backstory on me. When I started in marketing, we didn't really do digital like we did, but there was still like, I was making pamphlets, man. Like I was doing brochures, like letterbox drops. I think, well, real estate still do that, right? I was doing that. I was doing window displays. I was haggling with the guy at the newspaper over how much the advertising should cost for the ad. I was designing newspaper ads in uh, Microsoft. Oh, what was it called? Publisher. Oh my God. Microsoft Publisher. That's literally how I started, right? So yeah, look, marketing's changed a lot. We like social media blew it up, right? But before we get there, when I moved into my first marketing coordinator role in the corporate world, in the health fund, once again, we were still doing mail outs. Like predominantly we would do personal mail outs with a flyer like once a month, I think. We did a magazine that we would send physically out to our customers. I remember the day that we made the decision to make that magazine digital, like it was hectic. (laughs) And it seems crazy probably to anyone that's like a lot younger than me listening to this, but older marketers listening to this, like, "Mm, yeah, I remember those days, like shit, you know, like, oh my God, anyone that used to have to do mail mergers. So I had a database of 80,000 people and we would have to do these um, tax time rate increase letter outs. And I was on the project teams and let me tell you that shit was stressful. Um, these days you just send an email and like, what else, you know, the mail merge. I remember we used to have the mail merge for like mail clients and then the mail merge for like email clients. And at first the mail merge for like the mail clients was so much bigger than the email. And then progressively, like it just changed. And then, yeah. So like, I think in my career, I've been very blessed because I started at a time where we had a thing called traditional marketing And then we had this shift to digital marketing. And it's really interesting because I went to so many, oh, so many like strategy days and like so many learning days. And I don't know, what are they called? Like, I guess the real masterclass prior to COVID, right? When we'd actually get in a room together and people would have forums and shit. And we would discuss, um, you know, this new digital world. And we would have people on the panel that were like, Digital is the only way we can track everything, you know, forget your traditional marketing. You are wasting your dollars. And it was fascinating. You'd have these traditional marketers that didn't want to move to digital or they did, but they still believed in those traditional ways. And they'd be like literally yelling across the room at these other people like, we can track what we do. Like, it's so interesting to have seen that change and to have actually been in the marketing world during that transition. I can't tell you, like, that was some of my funnest days when we started playing around with social media. Now, I remember, (laughs) oh, I remember at the health fund when we hired this woman and she was, she ended up becoming the social media marketer, right? But like back then we had no following and no strategy. She didn't know what she was doing, to be honest. Like I shouldn't say that because far out, who knows if she's listening and I'm not about burning bridges, but yeah, she didn't really know what she was doing in the space. It was very new. We had a web agency helping us with it. Um, you know, cause marketing teams outsource stuff too, guys. Like we're not all doing that shit in house. SEO is an 
ever-changing thing. Like it changes daily. Like I give it up to my fellow marketers that are in the SEO like space. Like they are champs. I love my conversations with them. They're super analytical. They're much, they're still very creative people, but they're obviously, they've got that analytical brain too, right? And they just know what they're doing and they're just fire in those spaces, especially when you get the good ones. They've got great strategy around how they're going to achieve stuff and but, you know, for me in my business, uh, my customers that come to me and want an SEO solution, I have got my amazing team of SEO strategists and specialists that I work with um, that help me. I don't do it. Like, I was not training that. So, for me, I'm, I was trained in traditional marketing. Digital marketing was something I had to learn to. Um, I was lucky enough to learn from some of the best minds, I would argue, in Australia, Um yeah, it was it was really bit good being in a team that was transitioning and hence why everyone got made redundant in my team. They were all traditional marketers and they they knew that their time in marketing was kind of done because they didn't want to retrain, they didn't want to do more. And I was sad to see them because they'd done so well in their career so far, but this you know, this new world of digital was taking over and it was bloody competitive. It changed constantly. Um and yeah, it was an interesting landscape. That's actually not really what I wanted to talk about today. I've gone on a huge five-minute tangent, but I hope it's given you some insight into me, which is cool. It's my podcast. Um, but today's tip is actually about when is traditional marketing relevant in my business? Like what stuff should you still have that isn't just digital? Look, if your budget is super, super, super tight, I tell you, forget all traditional methods, right? Because that shit is expensive. And you know, unfortunately for the designers out there, Canva exists now. I still think though, if you want kick-ass design, you want kick-ass brochures, you want kick-ass social templates, go get them designed up by a designer. It's, you know, like Canva's a great option if your budget's limited, but if you've got the money, go spend. These people have trained in this. It is their field. You wouldn't go to, you know, an online heart surgeon and hope for the same result that you'd get from Australia's top heart surgeon. Do you know what I'm saying? Like it's uncomparable. If you've got the dollars, spend the dollars on design and you know what? They deserve every cent. Designers in this country are amazing. Um, and I have nothing but respect for them. I know so many people in the design field and they're great marketers. They've, you know, they're super creative and they come up with some pretty cool shit. And so I'm all for supporting them. I do understand though, that small business has small budgets and that means using things like Canva you know, the creator of Canva, she's a genius. Like, good on her for creating this tool for people, especially pre-COVID. Like, could it have come at a better time? So when is traditional marketing needed in your business? I think if you've got the ability to do... If, you're, if your customers... If you think your customers would respond to a letterbox drop, why the hell wouldn't you give it a shot? You can literally just trial that. I mean, look, I'm not telling every single business to go do a letterbox drop, but if it is relevant for your product and your customer, why wouldn't that work these days? How often do people actually get shit in their letterbox? So if you have something in their letterbox that's going to wow them, do it. The other thing is like, there's this whole amazing world of marketing that people have forgotten, which is really like customized marketing. Like why aren't you sending your potential? Like if you've got a customer that you just want to now, like, you want to get them over the line, you want them to be spending money with you, send them a gift. Like I literally had the idea, I probably shouldn't be saying this on a podcast, but I'm going to say it. I had the idea the other week for one of my customers and I was like, send them a box of donuts and be like, here's a sweetener. 
People are going to remember that shit. The office is going to remember that shit. Do things like that. Like that is, if you've got the budgets, like do these different things, come up with a cool, um, I remember once I had a promo company trying to sell to me as a marketer, like trying to use their things. And they sent me this awesome box that was a puzzle and I had to figure out the puzzle in order to get to what was in the box. Like it was the most bizarre thing, but it, like it stuck with me. I'm talking about it. And that was literally, it must've been almost 10 years ago I received that. And I still remember the day that I received it. I remember unwrapping this box and going, what the hell am I doing with this? That stuff sticks with you. And let you, let me tell you, I wish I could remember the brands. They probably should have branded it better, but I would have used them. I probably did use them. But um, yeah, that goes to show about actually not branding it properly and not doing it properly because I should be able to recall that damn brand. I mean, granted, I see like, I mean, as, as humans, I think we consume, you know, thousands of brands a day. So you got to be doing stuff differently. So anyway, back to the point, when does traditional marketing belong in your business? And I think it is a case of it belongs if your customer needs it. If you're going out to sites, and you think that your a, a catalog's what they need because they need to be able to see your list of products, send it. Like, yeah, I mean, most people these days go online, right? But there is still, there are still people out there that would need to have a catalog or have a capability statement or, you know, have these things, have promo items, but make them bloody good. Don't just send a shitty pen. Like, if you're going to spend money on this stuff, make it memorable, make it good. Like, do a keep cup, do an environmentally friendly thing. Like think who are your customer and what are their values? What are your values as a business too, right? Like if you are an environmentally friendly business, don't be printing shit. Don't be giving people catalogs. Like <laughs> be really careful with making sure that any traditional marketing you do these days does align with your values. But yeah, you know, traditional marketing's not dead. It does belong um, in a lot of companies still. It's still a thing. Like maybe you can do like a member get member campaign that's really cool about like, I don't know, giving compliment cards or something. Like there's ideas there that need to be explored. And when they are explored, like this is why I think have strategy days, have thinking days, you know, no idea is dumb. doesn't mean just because you have an idea and you write it down doesn't mean you're going to do it. doesn't mean you're going to add budget to it. It just means it's an idea that you've written down that may, maybe one day will come to fruition. So I could go on all day as per usual, um, but that's it for me. You know where to find me. It's uh, Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. It's at Plum Marketing Solutions or Beck underscore Chapel or Rebecca Chapel on LinkedIn. And I hope that this has been helpful and please rate me, give me some feedback, like love. I would genuinely love to hear from you. You know that I'm passionate about this shit. You know that I want to see businesses succeed. So get in touch and tell me how you're going. Have a great week, guys.